You're listening to Radio Sega, and this is the Sega Lounge. Sit back, have a drink, and enjoy the conversation. All you lovely people, welcome to the Sega Lounge right here on Radio Sega. It's great to be back with another episode of the Sega Lounge. Thank you for joining us, thank you for tuning in, thanks for all the love. And this week we have a great show for you guys. We've got a great interview with Dean from Streets of Rage Online and from Brawlers Avenue. We'll be talking about those projects and some interesting things he's got, uh, you know, brewing. Uh, to revive, to maybe revive the Streets of Rage franchise. Who knows? Who knows? Well, stay tuned for that and for news on those fronts. We also got um, members of Sega by a winner is you again. This week dedicated to a game that I played on my Mega Drive back in the day. I remember, you know, what happened. I had Echo the Dolphin and then I traded it in for... Uh, this game that wasn't a good decision not a good decision I regret it to this day uh, you know stay tuned to know what what game it is and if you if you agree with a win with you's thoughts on this game and also we've got music picked by Dean by our guest and as per usual we've got the news so let's make way for our sweet soul brother shadow with this week's News Desk. News Desk. Hi, welcome to the Sega News Desk with Shattered. On this week's top news, Sega has soft launched in the new Crazy Taxi mobile game, and this time it's called Crazy Taxi Gazillionaire. This is the second free-to-play game from Crazy Taxi, since the first one was City Rush back in 2014. This one has a different take where you're a boss of a Crazy Taxi empire, which is a bit of a mix of with the Yakuza, so... That's not the only free-to-play game Sega has released. War Pirates is now available worldwide as well, but the Sega subsidiary Go Game has released the English version of War Pirates. It's a free-to-play game, of course, for mobile, and it's available on the Google Play, App Store and Aptoid. It focuses on strategy tactics aimed to fire battle, and it offers 14 maps, over 300 quests, over 20 ships and over 230 pirate characters to achieve an exciting mobile experience. So detour from the DLC part this week. Total War Warhammer will also get a big free DLC pack and there will be a great section of free content coming on February 28th and includes a new faction, Britonia, which is a feudal society built upon nobility and chivalry and including on this are three new powerful legendary lords, one from Britonia, one from Bordeaux, and one from Carcassonne. New units and unique features. A trailer was also released to accompany this news. And speaking of releasing stuff, Sega has partnered with Nipponichi Software America, or Niz America for short, to distribute Y7, the Skyak 5 Complete, and more to North America. Of course, that doesn't mean that Sega Atlas is publishing them. 
Nice America is still publishing them on the box, but Sega will distribute them. And of course, these games will be E7, Lacrimosa Udana, Clayton Returns, this is Sengoku, The Silver Case, Toho Kobotox 5, Burst Battle, RPG Maker Fest for the 3DS, Disgaea Complete, and Red Out for the Switch, which is published by Nikelis. And speaking of anime stuff, Puyo Puyo Tetris also had a feature pre-launch this week. On Anime Ascension 2017 from Level Up Live, Sega has partnered with them to take a first peek at Puyo Puyo Tetris and its possible competitive scene. Again, the game releases April 25th for the PlayStation 4 and Nintendo Switch. It looks really promising. Sega of Japan actually reprinted limited copies of the first four Yakuza games. This limited reprint is available on Amazon and Canadian retailer Video Games Plus. And according to the report, it's not difficult to find Yakuza games, aside from a less successful sequel of the franchise Yakuza 2. And a used copy of that often exceeds $100. So it's a good sign that this reprint is available now. Over to the collectibles, and this is actually really cool. First Four Figures has announced that they're releasing a new Silver the Hedgehog statue, available right now for pre-order at their site, firstforfigures.com. This is another of their Hedgehog series, where they do limited edition statues, and of course they include the lit up version, which is a super exclusive. Alan Stone, the former president and CEO of Sega Entertainment, and former founding president of Sega Gameworks, unfortunately passed away last Friday due to cancer. He was 71. He had a long career in the video game history. He founded Far East Video in 1979 and led to being a co-founder and vice president of Nintendo America when they opened in 1981. Of course, he worked until 1994 until he jumped ship to Sega Enterprises and now Sega Entertainment. On behalf of Radio Sega, we give our condolences to Alan Stone's family and may he rest in peace. This has been Shattered. You can follow me on Twitch and on Twitter at DarkwingPT. See you guys next week. So that was the news desk with Shattered. Thank you again for your input on the week's news, Shattered. Feel free to join us on Discord, radiose.ga slash Discord, if you want to chat with other community people, or tweet at Radio Sega using the hashtag TheSegaLounge during the show. And so it's time to move on. It's time to keep going with the show and time to play some music. So we'll start with a request by Dean. So we have Dreamer from Streets of Rage 2. Keep it here, this is The Sega Lounge. We'll be right back with this week's guest.
the Sega Lounge on Radio Sega. Come on in and have a seat. Welcome back to the Sega Lounge on Radio Sega. And this week, uh, I'm here with a very special guest. Uh, it's my pleasure to welcome to the Sega Lounge, Mr. Dean. Hello, Dean. Hey, how you doing? Thank you. Great to have you on the Appreciate show. Appreciate being on the show. <laughs> well, thank you for coming. Thank you for taking the time to have a little chat with us on Radio Sega. Uh, so, Dean, for people who don't know you, would you like to introduce yourself and tell us a bit about uh, what you've been working on uh, Sega community-wise? Okay, yeah. So, uh, I usually go by Mr. Dean uh, as far as the Streets of Rage community goes. Um, I also go by Dean Aubrey. Um, I am a Let's Player, um, a amateur indie dev, and the site webmaster of Brawlers Avenue and Streets of Rage Online. Mm-hmm. Um, currently, I am rebuilding the site, uh, both Brawlers Avenue and Streets of Rage Online. Uh, both of them will be uh, fused together. Brawlers Avenue is like a network for beat-em-ups, mm-hmm. and so Streets of Rage Online will be the branch for Streets of Rage, because it's my favorite series. Um, I am a father of five, or going on five, <laughs> so I don't really have a lot of time on my hands. Um, I'm also working on a project called Project Neo, which is a spiritual sequel to Streets of Rage. Oh, um, hopefully, pretty soon, I'll have some videos up on uh, a couple of my YouTube channels as far as that goes. Um, awesome stuff, awesome stuff. So, by the way, how uh, so you, you enjoy beat-em-ups. It's probably your favorite genre of video games, right? Yes, definitely. <laughs> okay. So how did your, um, you know, your relationship with video games start? When did you start gaming? What was your first system, your first game and everything? Uh, my first system actually was a Sega Genesis. Um, and the first game that I had was Sonic the Hedgehog. Mm-hmm. My cousins actually had Streets of Rage. They're the ones that introduced me into that. And um, for quite a while, um, well, this is back when I was like five years old, by the way. Uh, for quite a while, I couldn't uh, find the name of Streets of Rage. I just remembered the intro very fondly. Like, I remember the music. It was really stuck in my head. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Ironically enough, uh, when I got the Dreamcast, I got the Sega Smash Pack. Mm-hmm. Which had like a pretty crappy port of Street Rage 2. Mm-hmm. So, um, with me not knowing the name, I didn't realize I was playing a sequel to the game that my cousins had. <laughs> <laughs> so, I got, um, I really got into playing that with me and my friends and my brother and my sister and stuff like that. And uh, that's when I actually discovered Street Rage Online back when it was run by uh, Johnny Houston, I think is his name. Um, and I found out um, about the first game, and when um, this is around the time, maybe 2002, mm-hmm. I got introduced to emulation and everything. So I, I played the first game. I'm like, oh, this is the game that my cousin had. I, I didn't realize I was playing another game in the series. Yeah, it's also where I discovered that there was a Streets of Rage three as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it, it, so by the way, okay. I, I think this is an important question right now. Which one is the best? Which one? One, two, or three? Uh, that one's that one's a tough question. I get that <laughs> one a lot. <laughs> um, 
as far as my favorite game out of the series, I would say one. Um, the gameplay didn't age very well, but I really loved the music, the atmosphere, the character designs, and everything else. Um, but as far as the best game as a whole package, I would say Streets of Rage 2. Uh, if we're talking gameplay, then Bare Knuckle 3. Okay, okay. Good man. You know, I, I agree. <laughs> My favorite is one as well. I, I think most people you know, prefer two. And I, I agree that it is, it's probably the best game, you know, out of the three. But, uh, but I, I have a, you know, I have a soft spot for, for, for one, for some reason. Maybe it's nostalgia. I don't know. But I, I really enjoyed the yeah. first one. And it, it, just like you said, music, the atmosphere, the characters, you know, I think it's the best one for, for that alone. But I can see why people usually prefer two. And yeah, three, three I, I, I don't think it get much, uh, gets much love, but uh, is is actually a pretty good game as well. Maybe it's the music. Yeah, it, <laughs> yeah I mean, to say that like three is the worst out of three really isn't saying much because the whole series as a whole is pretty good. Yeah. So when you say the game is worse, it's like, well, it's not as bad as like actually really bad games. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's not, it doesn't live up to the its predecessors. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's perhaps that's the case. Yeah, yeah. It's it's hard, you know. It's hard to uh, to release a, a, a better sequel, and even harder to release a third game that is better than the, the previous two. So, you know. But it's it's a really good game. It's an amazing series. So so you were saying you you found out about the series as a whole later on. So 2002, perhaps. Yeah, around. Um, actually, I think Street Rich Online. Uh, first came about around 2006. Mm -hmm. No, no, actually, no, it was 2001 that it came about. Um, I think Matt Drury took over around 2006. Okay, okay. And so, what happened during the first time, that period of time uh, since we you first played uh, Streets of Rage 1 and then you discovered Streets of Rage 2 on the Dreamcast? Um, what kinds of games did you play? What kind of systems did you own and everything? Um, from pretty much uh, age five on, I had a Genesis, a Super Nintendo, um, an N64. I wanted a Saturn, but it was too expensive for my parents to buy, so I missed out on that one. Same here. Um, Same here. <laughs> I was never a big fan of the PlayStation brand. Not necessarily because of uh, fanboyism or anything, but just their their games didn't really interest me like that. Mm -hmm. You know, I was I was really into the Nintendo and the Sega games. So um, after the N sixty four, I ended up that's when I got the Dreamcast, and then from there it was the Xbox, the GameCube, PS two. At that point, I was actually buying my own system, so I pretty much grabbed most of the systems that I could get. Uh, I know one system in particular I played the crap out of was uh, the PSP, and that's because it had plenty of fighters. It had uh, the Power Stone collection, uh, and there was like another beat 'em up on there. And I I broke the stick <laughs> breaking, uh, playing it. And then when I found out I can emulate on it too, and I was playing Streets of Rage, that's when I really messed up the D-pad and everything. <laughs> uh, all the so rage, I, I, all the rage. Yeah. <laughs> Fingers of rage. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm a little worried about my DS right now because it has Street to Rage 1 and 2 and then other beat-em-ups <laughs> as well. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I think you need to invest in, in replacement D-pads and analog sticks and whatnot. Yeah, <laughs> I love to mod my system, so <laughs> I, I definitely, it's something I definitely want to invest in for sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you, you just, you know, kept playing beat-em-ups and fighting games, so that those are your favorite games. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. That stuff. being said, um, the Dreamcast did have a pretty solid lineup of games that really hooked me in. Mm -hmm. uh, Jet Set Radio and Shin Mood definitely being those two uh, games that really hooked me in. That made me a Sega fan. Awesome. Uh, playing those games, uh, and the Smash Pack had a nice variety too. Even though the, the emulation wasn't that great, um, I <laughs> yeah. did enjoy playing Virtual Cop on it. I mm -hmm. did enjoy playing uh, Shining Force. Like getting introduced to a lot of those games, even though I had a Genesis, I didn't ha I didn't have those games. I had uh, I had like Street Fighter Two, uh, mainly fighting games on the Genesis. So okay. Sega Smash back in the Dreamcast it introduced me to a ton of Sega's library. <laughs> yeah, yeah, awesome, awesome stuff. Yeah, I, I I can relate in some cases to to what what happened to you. You know, some some of the most uh, you know iconic franchises sega franchises i only discovered a few years ago so I, I can relate awesome so you're you created um brawlers avenue i believe but you're, yeah. you're not the, the you know the the creator of streets of rage online so uh how did that come about um well initially back when uh the original streets of rage online went down Uh, Matthew Jury had a site called Streets of Rage Expanded Universe. Mm -hmm. uh, at the time, me and him were talking behind the scenes about what he should do with the site and stuff like that. And I told him, you know, since online is gone and Johnny's nowhere to be found, maybe you should just combine the two with uh, Expanded Universe. And from there, he pretty much took the archives for Streets of Rage Online and uh, combined them. Uh, at an earlier time, he actually gave the site over to me, but at the time I had so much going on and I was going through a really rough time. So I wasn't actually able to keep up with the site and he ended up coming back and reprising his role. Uh, but as of late, uh, he's just, he just had a lot of things to do and take care of. And he had a lot of stuff going on in his life. So, uh, I stepped up to take over the site, um, for certain this time, given that I have a little bit more, uh, time to work on it and expand it in the way that I wanted to do a few years back. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So from, yeah, from that point on, I, you know, I took it and now I'm pretty much fusing it with Brawlers Avenue as its own section of, uh, of the main site. Mm -hmm. So as I plan to do with some other, uh, beat em ups as well. Yeah. So th th that's the redesign you're working on right now, right? Yeah. Okay. So, what does what does uh, Streets of Rage Online, uh, you know, have so far for people to to you know what what kind of info can people access? What kinds of sections do the website does the website have for visitors right now? Uh, Streets of Rage Online has always been probably one of the most uh, definite sites for majority of the info on the main trilogy as well as fan games uh fan functions uh 
even small things like the uh, the unrelated Streets of Rage movie. <laughs> that movie's horrible, by the way. I sat through it, and uh, <laughs> it, it's it's one of those really it's so bad it's good kind of yeah films. <laughs> um, as far as what I'm working on right now, I'm actually reorganizing the site to be a little bit more efficient with the information. Uh, there was a segment where uh, Matt interviewed a couple of people who worked on the Mega Drive book and they had some uh, design docs from Streets of Rage 1 mm -hmm. and then we also have design docs from Streets of Rage 2 that uh, Yuzo Kashiro released um, about a few years ago I believe so as far as like what's on the site I'm working to get pretty much as much info as I can on the original trilogy as well as the uh, fan remake by Bomber Games, Streets of Rage Remake. Yeah. Um, Streets of Rage Maker Mods, which is a section of Streets of Rage Remake where you make your own Streets of Rage game. Oddly enough, a lot of people don't really know a lot about uh, the latter two things I just mentioned, uh, Remake and Streets of Rage Maker Mods. So I want to try to bring that out more as well Some either some fan games on the side as well that are in progress. I did a stream recently for a game called Streets of Rage Reformation, oh. which was a, uh, it's actually gonna become its own game, but the original concept was to expand on Streets of Rage 3's uh, formula. Mm -hmm. So the build that I have um, hasn't been released to the public or anything like that, but the build that I have has Axel Stone in it um, and uh, Garcia. And then the rest of it's like all pretty much original characters and enemies and stuff like that. And it plays pretty smooth. But you know, I, I want to be able to bring stuff like that out for people to see and and you know see that there is a huge community for Streets of Rage because um, I mean it's been 25 years now we haven't had a sequel at all. Yeah. And I have to say that Streets of Rage, out of all fan communities that I've been around, you know, uh, I'm a big fan of Killer Instinct. I'm a big fan of um, Sonic and a few other Sega franchises, but out of all franchises I've seen so far, Streets of Rage has a really dedicated community. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people don't know about it, but it's like, it's split, it's, it's split in a weird way. Like in some aspects, like a lot of people on the Facebook pages, a lot of people on the Twitter pages, a lot of people that were on the forums. Uh, there's a lot of people that were on YouTube and it's like, it's like they don't know about each other. <laughs> yeah. So I can see that being a problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So your, your goal is to try to unite everyone, you know, just, uh, bring everyone together. And yeah, show Sega that there is a huge community. Like they, uh -huh. they, they have the possibility to, you know, make some money off of a potential sequel and it, you know, it doesn't have to be full triple A, you know, it could. You know, we got a lot of retro games. Just recently, I uh, I posted up a few videos um, for a couple of beat em ups that just came out. There's Dr Double Dragon 4 that just came out. It mm -hmm. just continued the uh, original Nintendo trilogy yeah. of Double Dragon. And then you have River City Ransom Underground, which is coming out later uh, February. Uh, I think February 27th, if I remember right. And that's uh, a sequel to <laughs> the Nintendo classic River City Ransom. And then, you know, we also had other original uh, indie titles that came out that were really good. So Sega doesn't really have to pull a lot of cash to 
you know get it give us a sequel that we want yeah yeah <laughs> by the way this this is an interesting uh, topic we we had a, a previous on a previous episode of the sega lounge we we had a, a roundtable discussion uh, about uh, you know what what Sega could do maybe with with the Nintendo Switch as well, and uh, we suggested suggested that Sega could and should actually uh, go the the route of a, a 2D Streets of Rage game, and maybe get an indie developer to to just make the game for uh, with with a small budget. So would you like to see an actual 2D sequel to Streets of Rage? Or a 2D reimagining, perhaps, or a full-blown 3D Streets of Rage game. Which one do you think would work better? Which one would you like to to actually see released by Sega? Well, if see if you had asked me this back in 2000, uh, the early 2000s, I would have said a 3D Streets of Rage. Obviously, but given <laughs> yeah, given the fact that like there is a retro revival. Um, and I think we are past the era of experimentation. I think it'd be a lot better for the series for them to just continue it in 2D. Mm -hmm. You know, just stick with what works and expand on it. Yeah. You know, that's that's pretty much, I mean, that's what's working with uh, Sonic Mania, for example. You know, Sonic obviously has been going on for the years. Uh, so a 3D Sonic's not a prop. You know, it's 2D Sonic's not a prop. Sonic's just been around. You know, Streets of Rage, on the other hand, if we get a new game, you know, this is introducing it to a new uh, generation. This is bringing it back to the niche crowd that actually followed Streets of Rage for mm -hmm. so long. So the safest route they could take is to go 2D, but make sure the graphics are, are gorgeous. Make sure the music is really good, atmosphere. J just um, get Yuzu Koshiro to do it. Yeah, pretty much. Just get yeah. Yuzo on the track. Just, just because I know, know he wants to do it. And I'm everything, actually, uh... everything he does is is awesome. So, whatever, <laughs> yeah. wherever the, the the type of game, the genre he covers, it's is it's always amazing. So, you can't you can't, you can't fail Yuzo, with him. If we, if we can't get Yuzo, I would definitely take uh, Jake Coffin as, as a okay. second secondary option okay. <laughs> because <laughs> Streets of uh, with Double Dragon Neon had uh, an amazing. Mm -hmm soundtrack i was sold on that game because of the soundtrack yeah um mm -hmm. yeah but, but yeah you you make a valid point there i think uh, actually uh, double dragon 4 was one of the the examples that one of our guests um on that round table you know mentioned uh as as a perfect example of a 2d game you know to a retro style game that actually works and that will actually sell so uh maybe sega could, could do that and just Outsource the development of of uh, of a, 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 a Streets of Rage sequel, maybe Streets of Rage Four or whatever they want to call it, and just go the the two D way. Uh, I think three D is a bit risky. I I remember um, Golden Axe Beast Rider. I'm not, not sure if you heard about it. Oh man! Okay. <laughs> I played through that one. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh man! You're bra you're a brave man. If you did, and <laughs> and so that, that's I played through the likes of uh, uh, Beast Rider, Street, uh, Final Fight, Streetwise, uh, even Spike Out Battle Street. Oh, oh yeah. man, yeah. So that one, <laughs> you know, going the the 3D route with with a, a classic franchise um, does not always work. You know, Sonic fans will will tell you that as well. But uh, yeah. but, but especially, <laughs> I I you know th there are. Uh, good good enough 3d sonic games out there but golden x beast rider is 
in my head, the perfect example of what you shouldn't do with a classic franchise. So, um, and I, I'm afraid that Sega would, would you know, ruin the franchise with a 3D game. And th that's probably also one of the reasons they actually haven't given anyone the permission to to actually you know make a, a 3D game. Uh, right. Despite all the the, the 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 pitches that people you know get over to Sega, but uh, but yeah, I think you're right. 2D is the way to go. <laughs> Now that being said, you know uh, I'm not completely against the idea of a 3D Streets of Rage. I think it could work uh, theoretically. I think the problem is that like, um, and this is where Final Fight Streetwise and Golden Axe Beast Rider comes into play is that. During that time is more of an experimental time where they were taking these 2D classes like, okay, how can we make it 3D? Whereas now you have better examples. You have Yakuza series. If they took the Yakuza engine and made a Streets of Rage, I'd be all over it. Oh, yeah. Easy. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, actually, I actually said that during the, the, that, that roundtable. I said we already have uh, a Streets of Rage sequel. It's called Yakuza, so... <laughs> And it, yeah, it, because it actually reminds me, you know, it's it's kind of the same uh, environment, you know, you're roaming around the streets of Kamurocho and just beating up bad guys. So it, it's kind of the same thing. But uh, but yeah, it could work. It could work. You're right. See, yeah, and I was saying before, like prior uh, prior to Yakuza actually finally being localized and actually being recognized out here, mm -hmm. I was saying, you know, hey, if we never get it localized. They could just repackage it, have it set in a American city, and call Streets of Rage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, we we don't have a lot of beat 'em ups, oddly enough, out here that are based on you know actual cities out yeah. here, New yeah. York. Mm -hmm. We don't have we don't have beat 'em ups like that. Yeah. So I mean, I think a 3D I think a 3D Streets of Rage could work in theory. It's just that it's really just a matter of do we really want to chance it. Yeah, it's it's you a big know, risk, right? Yeah, because yeah. I mean, I'm a huge fan of uh, uh, other Sega um, published franchises, Bayonetta, mm -hmm. uh, Anarchy Reigns. Those are really good games. I mean, if you want to get Platinum on board yeah. to make a oh, for sure. game in for 3D, sure. I'll be all over that too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, uh, I mean, I personally would love to just see a 2D Streets of Rage game. I feel like we've had mm -hmm. plenty of 3D beat em ups from Sega specifically that were great. Anarchy Reigns, you know, uh, the Bayonetta series, uh, Yakuza, mm -hmm. especially, especially Yakuza finally coming out here. So yeah. I would just love to see a, a new 2D Streets of Rage mm -hmm. because there's a lot of 2D beat em ups. And I think um, Double Dragon 4 is, it's kind of, it's kind of hard to say because um, a lot of people actually, it had a lot of backlash because of of the fact that it leaned too hard on nostalgia mm -hmm. you know it's literally the nintendo games with a little bit of a new coat of paint whereas i would personally like to see something like sonic mania where it takes the gameplay that we all know and love but the graphics and everything feel like oh wow this is this is next gen yeah. you know this isn't this isn't just some game that we could probably see on the sega genesis no This is something. This is like a lost Sega Saturn game. You know that I want yeah, yeah. We want to shoot to raise that. That feels like that. Mm -hmm. You know, it takes the original formula and then, but with the graphics and everything else, it just feels like a brand new. You know, 
like they really put a lot of effort into it kind yeah. of thing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah makes sense makes sense and as you said you know uh, uh, back in the day 3D was the way to go and everyone wanted to have a, a 3D game you know make the jump from 2D to 3D and nowadays we have this retro revival and people are you know all about the retro stuff and even in, even uh, the, the the younger gamers want to play retro styled games so it's the perfect yeah. time to try and it's a beautiful era <laughs> yeah it is it is it's a people very people era. people finally f- figured out that graphics aren't everything or you know 3D ultra realistic graphics aren't everything and you can have a right. beautiful beautiful 2D <laughs> game so yeah i'm so glad we're out of that era where people just think like 3D is the only way to go because we are seeing with stuff like Shantae, mm-hmm. uh Shuffle Knight, Sonic Mania, we are seeing that 2D can be beautiful on these new engines. Yeah. Like it could just it could it could blow you away. <laughs> oh, for sure, for sure. And uh, it's interesting that you mentioned Shantae because uh a winner was you, one of our staff members and also <laughs> one of the the people that was on that uh panel of commentators on the Sega Lounge. He actually I think it was when it was you. Not sure, but someone said <laughs> that uh, Way Forward should try uh, and you know make a, a Streets of Rage sequel. Who knows? Hmm. I, I wouldn't mind Way Forward doing it either. They did a pretty good job with Double Dragon Neon. My only worry is that um, see, especially with um, like a lot of the bigger companies, mm-hmm. is that they won't expand on the original formula as far as the gameplay goes like I, i feel like the game still would play very well it still would be fun it would still have a you know an overall pretty good package going forward you know with the sound and the graphics and everything like that uh, but i think if they were to outsource it to uh somebody uh or just a group of people like an, indie, very, an indie developer yeah very enthused about the genre as well as the series Yeah. You know, just like they did Basically Sonic with Mania. Sonic Mania, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we would get more of what we want out of a sequel. Because Streets of Rage is just a game that's lost in time. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I think one good example, though, of the the other companies out there, uh, the bigger companies doing something like that, is the uh, Killer Instinct reboot. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. that came back and they brought it back and it was a lot better um, than the original games. You know, in my opinion, <laughs> yeah. I know some of the, the fan base is a little bit split on that, but I, I really feel like that was a really successful reboot. Uh, but that is like trying to catch lightning in a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> you know, getting a franchise that's been gone for over a decade and just bringing it back and making it amazing. That that is that's big chance. That's gambling right there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Awesome stuff. So uh, I think I, I got a, a bit ahead of myself here because I was I was planning on asking you these questions more to the end of the interview, but we've talked about this. So I think it's time we make a quick break, uh, okay. quick music break. Uh, you picked a few uh, Streets of Rage series tracks for us to play, and we'll play uh, one of them, and we'll have. Uh, a winner is used members of Sega segment as well during the break and we'll be right back Dean for uh, a few more questions and for a surprise 
because you know we always like to surprise our guests on the Sega Lounge. So I hope you're excited. Sweet, sweet. I'm awesome. looking forward to that. Awesome. <laughs> and so don't go anywhere. You're listening to Radio Sega. This is the Sega Lounge. We'll be right back with Dean. some blast processing to your day. This is Radio Sega. From the 90s to the present, take a trip back in time with A Winner Was You as he looks back at the Sega games that defined his life. Memories of Sega. This week, we're taking a tropical holiday with Green Dog for Beach Surfer Dude, a platform game release for Mega Drive in 1992. This was one of many mascot-based platformers made to cash in on the popularity of Sonic and Mario in the 90s, and was actually intended to be a franchise. This didn't happen though, mainly due to the fact it didn't sell very well, and the fact it was very mediocre. It looked nice enough, but it just wasn't appealing enough to really catch people's attention at the time. The first I saw this game was when I was passing by a video game shop. On one of the TV screens there, I saw the title screen for a game called Green Dog. As I was just passing through, I didn't really have the time to take a look at it, so I didn't know what kind of game it was. I'd soon find out when I got issue 36 of Sega Power Magazine, however, as the game was reviewed in that very issue. It got a not particularly great score of 68%, but my interest was certainly piqued. It was a very colourful looking game, and I kind of liked the look of it. Further reviews were less than promising though, but it was still a game I wanted to try out. Eventually, I would get the game around Christmas 95 or 96, when I saw a copy for a tenor at Electronics Boutique. I had less interest in the game by then, but I figured I'd give it a go anyway. But when I finally did play, I found the magazines were right. It wasn't terrible, but there wasn't much special about it either. 
Green Dog is the name of our titular protagonist, your typical 90s beach bum with an act for surfing. The game begins when he wakes up after being wiped out by a particularly huge wave. He quickly finds a strange pendant wrapped around his neck which he can't remove. It's soon revealed that the pendant is cursed and our hero is unable to surf again until he can remove it. To do this, he needs to find six pieces of an ancient Aztec treasure which are scattered across the island. One minor problem though, the curse also causes ordinary wildlife and people to attack our hapless Nyati's cliché. What this boils down to is your basic platform is spread across six levels. Each stage is split into two parts. First is the main section, then the second area is always set in an Aztec temple where the treasure piece is located. Once you have that, you've cleared the stage and it's off to a bonus stage where you fly in a mini helicopter picking up items at bonus points. A hero's main line of defence is a frisbee which travels further the longer you hold down the attack button. Food can also be picked up to restore health and there are also special power-ups you can store and use at any time with the A button. These range from invincibility to a special frisbee which homes on enemies. Some stages actually use roller skates and skateboard as well for faster travel. If all this sounds fun, well, I guess it's okay to play, but it's not very exciting. The game just feels a bit dull to play. It's not very hard either. Some stages can be fairly tricky, though they're more annoying than fun. Mostly though, you can get through the whole game relatively quickly. The game is quite nice to look at, though Green Dog himself does seem to have face for some reason, and the soundtrack is quite nice and laid back. Ultimately though, I got bored near the end, and after beating it, I didn't really feel like playing it over and over again. At the end of the day, Green Dog was just another attempt at a new franchise that felt extremely flat. Play it if you must, it's not the worst platform on the Mega Drive by any means, but you don't really need to. Memories of Sega Lounge. This week we're here with uh, Dean, Mr. Dean from Streets of Rage Online. Um, and, you know, Dean, it's a pleasure to have you on the show and everything, but we always... Glad have, to be here. But we always <laughs> have a surprise for our guests, you know, so uh, I hope you're ready uh, before we get in, get, you know, 
continue the interview, it's time to play the Sega Lounge Challenge. Alrighty. That's the surprise, <laughs> okay? Uh, <laughs> but, you know, to get you in the mood, we need to play the intro. It's not the same without the intro, okay? So, okay. I hope you're ready. Here comes the intro to the Sega Lounge Challenge. Now, you know our guests. They're amazing. They're stars. But are they ready for the Sega Lounge Challenge? It can be a quiz in reverse music. It can be anything we want. Welcome, welcome to your doom. I mean, welcome to the Sega Lounge Challenge. Yes, <laughs> welcome. <laughs> welcome to your doom. Welcome to your doom. <laughs> yes, oh, uh, thank you, James Earl Jones, for that. Um, the Sega Lounge <laughs> Challenge. So it can be anything we want. Uh, this week I thought, well, you're a big, a huge Streets of Rage fan, so why don't we do, you know, a little uh, musical challenge, okay? Okay. So we all have right. we have 10 Streets of Rage tracks uh, from all kinds of games from the series. Uh, some of the tracks are from uh, 8-bit versions of the game. Some of the tracks are from the 16-bit version. Um, some of the tracks are in reverse. Uh, and so my question to you is, uh, can you identify the game the tracks are from? Okay. Right, that, that's seems, your challenge. <laughs> so we have 10, 10 tracks, numbered 1 to 10. Uh, just pick one and we'll see what happens. Alrighty. Uh, let's go with uh, number 8. Number 8. What a... Amazing choice there. So let's let's try number eight then. Yep. So hmm. I only need the game, but if you give me the level oh, or the track, simple. that title. one is Streets of Rage One, Stage Six, <laughs> Stealthy Steps. In the factory. <laughs> is that is that your final answer? Yes. Are you absolutely sure about that? I am absolutely sure. Hmm. Indeed. That is correct. Well done. <laughs> well done. Um, okay. Pick another one, please. Mm, let's go with number one. Let's number number one. one. Okay. Let's play number one. So this one was in reverse. Not much, you know. I think it's kind of easy. You want the name of it? Yeah. Moon Beach. <laughs> I recognize Moon Beach anywhere. <laughs> I love that track. <laughs> okay. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> well done. So we had uh, we've had eight and one. Pick another one, please. Mm, four, like that sequel that I want. Hmm. Let's see if you're if you're lucky this time. 
That one right there, that is Expander. So from Streets of Rage... Two. Two. That one is from the level of hell. <laughs> Stage <laughs> seven. <laughs> and you're correct! Well done, well done. So, you know, eight, one, and four. Go, looking good right now. Uh, pick another one, please. I'll go with ten. Ten. Okay. Uh, let's see, ten. Hmm, this is a good one. Let's see what happens with this one. I, I don't even I know what tracks are. I'm not sure if they're in reverse or not. I, I, I can't remember. Let's let's try number ten. <laughs> Moon. That one is from Street to Rage 3. Was was this one in reverse or not? In your opinion? That one was in reverse. That was definitely in reverse. You know, because I, I know it was, but it's a bit I'm not sure if people can tell. It's a, a weird track. But yeah. Yeah, it looks pretty weird. Yeah, it's pretty weird, you know. <laughs> they did a lot of experimenting with with, with uh Street of Rage 3. Yeah. Well done, though. So four, uh, four, four. Awesome. So pick another one. Eight, one, four, ten. Hmm. Well, this number is better than nothing. We're gonna go with number nine, mighty number nine. Oh, okay. <laughs> the number that's better than nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go with number nine. Man, you guys are pulling out my favorite jams. That one is In the Bar from Sega Master System and Game Gear. Uh, typically, that's like scene two of stage one. Streets of Rage 2. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> the man knows his stuff. Awesome, awesome. So, you know, I initially had uh, five as the number of tracks we would play, but let's go with another one. Pick another one, please. Mm, let's see what numbers did I pick already? Uh, so uh, one, four, eight, nine, and ten. Hmm. How about five? Five. Mm, too easy, I think. Let's see. Number five. <laughs> That one is Spin on the Bridge, and that one is also from the SMS and Game Gear games. From Streets of Rage 2, of course. Okay, so you say Streets of Rage 2, and I say, you are awesome. Uh, <laughs> well done, well done. So, so yeah, I think, I think this is enough. Uh, you, know, you know your stuff, obviously. Uh, and next time you're on the show, I'm going to... You know, have a little. Uh, I have to think harder of, of a, a decent challenge for you because you know this this was too easy, <laughs> too easy for a man who yeah. loves his streets of rage tunes. So yeah, but well done, Dean. Well done. You get the official Sega Lounge seal of approval. Awesome. We're working on that. <laughs> one day we'll we'll send you the seal of approval. 
Uh, actually, we have a seal of approval. Uh, it's not just it's just not what you you think it is. But I'll, <laughs> I'll I'll send you the seal of approval anyway, so you can enjoy a nice seal of approval. Yes, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's our uh, uh, freaky seal with uh, two thumbs up. Uh, yeah, so Tin, uh, thank you for playing the Sega Launch Challenge. Uh, back to to talking about your your website. Uh, so you're planning a big redesign, uh, you know, hoping to get all the info about the original trilogy and some some fan games and whatnot. Um, what can you tell us about Brawlers Avenue as well? So basically, a website dedicated to the beat 'em up genre of games. Yes, uh, Browse Avenue is like a network. Uh, hopefully, it's going to be a network of beat 'em up sites as well as uh, an encyclopedia for beat 'em ups. It's kind of like uh, I'm not sure if you heard of uh, Fighters Generation. Uh, that one's a pretty big site that mm -hmm. indexes a lot of fighting games. Uh, that was my biggest uh, influence uh, as far as like making Browse Avenue. Okay. Uh, originally, now this is something I recently posted on the uh, group. Uh, originally, Brawl's Avenue was actually just going to be a fan-made project that I was going to do where I was going to take um, the main protagonist from various different beat-em-ups and put them into one game and experiment and see how I could better get all these characters to work under one fighting system. Oh. And ironically enough, that system became Project Neo. Which is okay. my uh, spiritual sequel to Streets of Rage. So yeah, um, Brawls Avenue right now is just the community. We, you know, we still have a forum. We still have the um, Facebook group and the Facebook page. Uh, we're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're on Tumblr. Pretty much all over the place. <laughs> we're all over YouTube as well uh, and awesome. Twitch. Yeah. So do you stream a lot? I'm tr I'm trying to I'm trying to find some a stream I actually plan stream tonight uh, since Double Dragon Four just recently came out uh, I want to put pick that one up and play it and get that one going It's just really about getting schedule in order and you know uh, kind of getting over this hurdle that I'm going through uh, as far as like you know real life goes you know you know life always wants to get in the way Oh yeah <laughs> yeah such so, a pain such a pain <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, by the way, uh, for people listening to the show live, uh, please download the podcast because uh, on the podcast or in the podcast notes, we'll actually, you know, include all the links to these websites and Facebook and Twitch uh, pages and whatnot. So, uh, if you're curious about that, check it out. And we'll also try to uh, tweet and um, all, all the links and. You know, add them to the Facebook post we're doing about the show. So, you know, just go check out Brawlers Avenue and in streams and everything. So maybe you'll find uh, a few like-minded people who like the same games you do and you can discuss Streets of Rage and all other beat-em-up games. So you're working on Project Neo right now, right? Yeah. Um, what can you tell us about that? Uh, <clears throat> for the most part, Project Neo uh, is kind of bouncing between a actual Street of Rage sequel and a spiritual sequel. Mm -hmm. um, basically, the idea behind it is originally I wanted to remake the first game because I feel like that's the game that needs a remake the most. Mm -hmm. uh, I what I wanted to do was take 
pretty much the DNA, uh, to quote, you know, the guys over at the Switch conference. <laughs> take, the, uh, yeah. take the DNA of all, like, Sega beat-em-ups and see what I could do with it into expanding Streets of Rage's uh, gameplay. So you have... Uh, you have a few beat-em-ups that Sega did that weren't really all that great back in the 90s. Ironically, they came out the very same year Streets of Rage did. Uh, you have um, DD Crew. That one's so bad it's good. <laughs> that, one's a, I, that, was, that was a guilty pleasure for me next Final Fight Street-wise. Uh, it's got a great soundtrack, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. got a really good soundtrack. Um, there's a... Uh, I think... What was it? Riot City or Riot Zone? That one, I think it's Riot Zone. I think that's the Sega version. It was like a Hudson version uh, because of some weird license issue or whatever. Um, of course, there's Dynamite Decca, aka you know uh, Die Hard Arcade. Yeah, you know that one's a good, pretty good classic. And then of course you have the Yakuza series that really expanded upon uh, Spike Out's uh, beat 'em up gameplay. Mm-hmm. Um, so Project Neo is something that I wanted to take a little bit from each of those games and see what I could do with it and expand upon Streets of Rage's formula. Because it's one of my favorite formulas in the beat-em-up genre. You know, it was actually ahead of its time, in my humble opinion. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And so are you planning on... Um, is, is this basically a fan game, or are you planning on actually releasing the game and uh, you know getting it out there for, for the world? For people to buy, uh, what's what's the current plan? The current plan right now is just to get it and get it into the hands of you know the community and let them play it and see for themselves you know how they like it so far and you know uh, if Sega wants to take us up on it then we'll definitely you know push to make it an official sequel something like Saga Mania. Uh, if not, we'll, we'll just change a few assets. Um, For the most part, the character designs are pretty. They're like they're not too different from the original characters and stuff, but okay. they're different enough to be their own. Okay. okay. Uh, mm-hmm. As far as they're in their move sets as well, so uh, worst comes to worst, you know, we just change the assets up a bit uh, and just release it under a different title, and you know, see if people still want to play it, you know. Hopefully, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I think people will want to play it. Uh, however, important question: Will you be able to get uh, chicken out of phone booths? That's yes, important. Yes, you will be able to do that. <laughs> okay, so this is a recurring joke on Radio Sega. You know, phone booth fried chicken. Very, very oh, yeah. nice product <laughs> right there. So uh, you can expect phone booth fried chicken on Project Neo. That's good. That's good, uh, <laughs> and also trash bin apple. That's also uh, another. Oh yeah, that one. That one's that one. Good is one. The, that that one's decadence right there. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, awesome. So, w- what are the current plans when in, when it comes to to releasing the you know the, the first version of the game? Are you do you have a deadline in mind or just going with the flow uh, and seeing what happens? Deadline was. My original deadline was at the actually um, toward the end of last year for the anniversary, okay. but there was so much I wanted to go back and fix because I'm a perfectionist and 
<laughs> yeah. You know, uh, there was just things that, that were just really bugging me. And I was like, yeah, I need to just go back and fix this up. So right now, I'm just kind of going with the and seeing where it goes. So far, it's it's definitely picking up and it's definitely uh, progressing a lot better than it was early last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually got somebody else on board, graphics, and already had a soundtrack guy. He's really awesome, by the way. He goes by DJ Verstyle. He's really good with 16-bit music. Um, I also had a couple of tracks from Gallium Grant, also did a few uh, Street to Rage 3 original tracks. Cool. Um, so we got a pretty solid team uh, as far as like getting this project going. Um, there's also a, another project that I'm working on. Well, I would really just call it a phase of Project Neo, um, but I am working with the creator of Geminator, which is a phone app. Um, Recent, he recently released is pretty nice. Um, working with him to bring a remake of Streets of Rage 1 to the iPhone and Android platform. Oh. Because uh, I don't know if people really know, but there was a bare knuckle mobile game mm-hmm. which took uh, Streets of Rage 2 graphics, redrew them for uh, Streets of Rage 1 designs, and it was basically a remake Street Rage 1, but it was only released in Japan. And we never got that. So that one is... There's information about that on Street Rage Online, by the way, that would be expanding upon. Yeah. yeah, we actually have the soundtrack so, to that game on, on, on Radio Sega as well. Yeah, it's pretty decent when you fix the piano issue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, this is, is a, a nice way to put it, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's not bad. You know, it's limited by the the hardware, so yeah, it's understandable. So yeah, that's our goal right now. You know, mm-hmm. we have two separate teams right now working on the first phase, which is uh, basically the remake of one, putting it on an iPhone, and Android. Um, both of them are going to be using the same type of graphics, but that one's going to be a little bit more simplistic because it's based on Street to Rage 1. Okay. And it's also something that we wanted to do to kind of get our foot in the door with the engine mm-hmm. and, you know, see how it works out and plays well on phones and stuff like that. And then we'll be expanded upon it for the bigger part of Project Neo. Um, the first phase of that is actually a... Uh, it's kind of like a... Uh, trilogy of its own it's mm-hmm. like a new trilogy project neo is like a new trilogy so cool. we kind of have like the first part was like a cast of like you know one third of the cast is you know going to be playable and um they got their own little storyline and stuff like that and then you know we got the other two thirds of the character cast coming down the line and stuff like that you know we just wanted to get out there and get it in the hand for the people so they can get a hold of like you know the, the gameplay and how you know the yeah. animations and stuff is going to look mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. makes sense makes sense so yeah uh, you definitely need to come back to the show when 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 it's out and you can talk about it and play some music if you're okay with that right. because uh, I, I think it's some a really exciting thing that you're working on and I think people will enjoy it um, by the way, you you, you talked about uh, releasing the you know the remake of uh, of the mobile version of the game on iOS and Android. Are Sega on board 
with that, or is it just project? That We're you can... pretty much gonna try to pull it and send them a concept and see if they okay. if they're interested. Mm -hmm. Because uh, if I remember correctly, I think they pulled Streets of Rage off of iPhone. So yeah, I, I was thinking about that. <laughs> I think yeah, I think it's not available anymore. Uh, but I'll quickly check by the way. Um, I think they, th that was one of the games that they you know, pulled off the, the App Store. Look, we have Rage of Street Fighting. We have <laughs> yeah, <laughs> King Fighter know. of Street. <laughs> we have something called Streets of Rage, which is not Streets of Rage. Uh, no, Streets. Really? Wow. <laughs> it says Streets of Rage, but it, it and then the description says Streets of Rage. So, you know, make up your mind. Uh, that's funny. Actually, look, it, 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 it looks interesting. No, it actually looks bad. <laughs> I don't know, you know, but it, you know, yeah, it's it's like a fighting game. It's a fighting game, just a two D fighting game, one versus one. So yeah, not the best name there. Yeah, we don't have Streets of Rage or Streets of Rage Two, so it was one of the ones that one of the, the games that uh, got pulled off the App Store. So yeah. Yeah. yeah so, speaking of music, uh, I actually do have a preview if you like it that I uploaded to um, my Brawl's Avenue channel. It, it just for uh, from the screenshot, it looks nice, really nice. Really love. Yeah, it was a little. I really love Blaze's uh, artwork there. Really nice. Yeah. Yeah, the artwork is actually by Kamio Mutsu. Um, I actually plan to have different artwork. Okay. But uh, okay. she agreed to send some artwork for my Brawlers Avenue uh, page and stuff so mm -hmm. I used a bit of it to just put together the concept to show you know what we're trying to do at least as far as like character select and the graphics and stuff cool stuff you know cool stuff. the yeah. idea was to kind of go with the Dreamcast motif of having like little anime portraits and stuff mm -hmm. yeah so and, we'll, you know, we'll share the link to people you know listening to the show we'll share the link to uh, to this little video of uh, Project Neo, um, and uh, yeah, and, and I'm really excited now. <laughs> I want to see this happen. <laughs> so let us know what happens uh, in the in the next few months, and uh, we'll have you back on the show for sure. Because I think this is an awesome idea, and uh, hopefully Sega will pick up on it. Uh, and you know, just like we talked about previously. It's time we yeah we fingers crossed new, yeah it's time we had a new <laughs> Streets of Rage game so let's make it happen Sega um, yeah so uh, then it's been awesome to to uh, talk to you and to have you on the show anything else you'd like to talk about to promote to tell people who are listening to us and are Streets of Rage fans or you know never played the game but are interested in it um, I would definitely say pick up Streets of Rage there is uh, actually a fit it to uh, the remake community. Uh, it's actually called uh, Street Rage Remake Community, <clears throat> but it's actually uh, spelled out S O R R Community.com. Mm -hmm. uh, that's where you guys can find the download remake currently until I get the site back up. Uh, but yeah, definitely pick that up because it's a gym. Uh, I know that Sega kind of put the band hammer on it uh, due to some complications, but uh, it's still out there for you guys to pick up and play. Uh, and the mods for Street Rage Remake um, Maker is, uh, they're, they're amazing. <laughs> I do plan on streaming them on the Brawls Avenue Twitch. So, you know, uh, 
you guys want to see that, mm. then you know, follow us on Twitch. That's where I plan to do a lot of my streams and stuff, and I will be uploading it to YouTube as well. Awesome. And so we'll link to that as well uh, on the show notes and on Discord and Twitter and Facebook. So, you know, go check out all the Streets of Rage Love <laughs> by the community. Uh, Din, thank you so much for coming on the show once again. It's been a real blast. Uh, really nice to meet you. And I hope, uh, I wish you all the best for Project Neo. I'm really excited about it, this now. So please um, let us know what happens. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, fingers we'll, crossed. Yeah, and we'll definitely <laughs> promote this. I'll definitely promote the hell out of this on Radio Sega as well. And um, I'm, I'm sure some of our listeners uh, are, are really interested in this right now and wish to see this happen as well. Uh, Din, thank you so much once more. Uh, I hope to, you know you come back soon with news on Project Neo and music as well for us to play. <laughs> and, yeah. and we'll, we'll just take a quick music break uh, with another one of your requests. And we'll be right back with more The Sega Lounge on Radio Sega. Dean, thank you so much. See you next time. All right. See you next Bye. time. Bye. Take care.
every week a different guest, Sega music, news, and whatever else we can think of. The Sega Lounge, only on Radio Sega. Welcome back to The Sega Lounge. I hope you enjoyed that interview with Dean. Uh, and I hope you're excited for his upcoming projects, you know, maybe a way of reviving the Streets of Rage um, franchise. Who knows? Who knows what will happen? So stay tuned for that. Stay tuned to the Sega Lounge for news on that as well. We'll share as soon as we know it. Uh, yeah, so this is the After Hours segment, as per usual, so time to say goodbye. But before we do, let me just give you an update on a couple of Kickstarter projects that we'd like you to follow. And, you know, if you can, if you're interested in, we'd really like you to support these uh, awesome Kickstarter projects. First up, we have the Sega Mega Drive or Genesis Collected Works reprint Kickstarter project by uh, Read Only Memories. And, you know, as, as I've been saying for the past few weeks, this is an amazing book. The original book was, was amazing. I, I, it's one of my favorite books. Um, it's, it looks really good, it's awesome, and so they are working on doing a reprint of the book for people who didn't get it the first time, and they're short um, less than 6,000 pounds at the moment, so people have pledged uh, to, to 29,131 pounds so far of their 35,000 gold. With only nine days to go, and so if you want to back this, you should get on it. Uh, it's got the Sega Lounge seal of approval, if you will. It's got Casey's seal of approval, you know, uh, ten thumbs up and toes up and everything. So it's it's really amazing. You should all back this. It's really great. Uh, apart from that, we also have an update on Mutant Football League. So Mutant Football League by Michael Menheim. Uh, the guy behind the original Mutant League Football, a Genesis or Mega Drive Classic by EA. So he is working on this, um, you know, revival of sorts of the game, so-called Mutant Football League. And the project is already funded, uh, so people have pledged $101,516 so far of their $60,000 goal with 11 days to go. However, there are a few interesting um, stretch goals that people can, you know, can pledge in order to achieve these goals, uh, like, uh, you know, like the halftime minigame, like full season, uh, like new species, new teams, so, you know, cool stuff that people can still get if they pledge and they back this project. Uh, and so that ties in nicely with uh, next week's guest. So next week we've got a very special show for you guys. We've got Michael Mendheim, this guy behind Mutant Football League, and Robert McCallum. Uh, so they are both working on this game and the Kickstarter project. So they will be on the Sega Lounge uh, with myself and Annie Fruit to discuss the Kickstarter project, to discuss the game itself, what you can expect in the next in the next few months from Mutant Football League and how you all can take part in uh, making this game uh, a great one. So uh, get excited next week, March 2nd, we'll have uh, Robert McCallum and Michael Menheim from Mutant Football League on the Sega Lounge. That being said, it's been fun. Thank you again 
for joining me for another episode of the Sega Lounge. Uh, we'll be back next week, as I just said. But before that, we have lots of other Radio Sega Live shows for you guys to follow and to listen to. So you can go to radiose.ga shows for our full lineup of live shows. Next one being, as per usual, Sega Mixer Drive. Uh, tomorrow at 9pm with Rexy 9pm GMT you don't want to miss that it's a great show so you know uh, tune in tomorrow to Radio Sega and you know why, why just tune in tomorrow why not keep tuned in for the rest of the week and listen to everything everything even the 24-7 stream because it's amazing so I've been KC this has been the Sega Lounge I will leave you with another request by Dean which is the awesome under logic and I'll see you all next week. Bye bye, take care. Enjoyed the show? Check out the full Radio Sega live schedule at radiose.ga forward slash shows. Radio Sega, playing the best Sega music 24-7.